Hey there, uh, I'm Sergeant Rolls, and you are listening to Season 2, Episode 6 of Our Minuteman Moment. As most of you may know, April is Month of the Military Child. So in honor of that observance, we have with us Mr. Ian, who is a military child. Welcome. Hello. And we also have Tech Sergeant Porter with us, who is one of our PAs. And also a military child. And... A military child yeah, as well. Thanks. Well, oh. credit where credit is due, please. Okay, Speaking okay. of which, weren't you also a military child? I was a military child. All right. Let's all yes. high five each other. Wow, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Ignore that they're all off it's fine. Yeah, don't pay any attention to that. Yeah. All right. Well, since we have three military children here and I'm the interviewee interviewer. Er. Er. And you are the oh. interviewee. You can interview me, too. Yeah, I think that would be fun. All right. So, all right. <clears throat> I guess, you know, being a military child, from my experience, uh, I grew up in the military. My dad was military until I was about 14. Um, and then he joined the Guard, so it wasn't as bad. But I will say, growing up, middle school, upper elementary school, even into high school, it was hard for me to leave my friends when I every time I had to PTS or move, I guess. Um, so... Yeah, wh- so you're a little bit fresher on the right. uh, <laughs> age spectrum. So how does that feel to you? You know, um, moving schools every few years it was ru- it was rough leaving my friends behind. But um, I think I was lucky enough to be in that age group where I didn't really miss my friends for too long because they're like kindergarten, first grade, second grade. Those friends, right? Third grade, we were in Arkansas. Yeah. So okay, that's fair. I was too young to really like miss my friends. Mm. Yeah. Well, is there anything that you liked about moving? Like, I liked uh, I I liked not being in the same state for that long. A restless soul, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, like, when you're so since your parents were military and stuff, where of all the places that you've lived, what's your favorite place? Um, um, I lived in Hawaii, California, and Arkansas. It was those three. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Crazily, Arkansas has been my favorite place so far. All right, just leave. I don't want. We, I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cutting off this interview right now. Um, if it was a choice between Arkansas and California, I would have chose like California or Hawaii. But I've been here so long. Yeah, it's like sto- I'm Stockholm syndrome to Arkansas. Right on. A little bias <laughs> now. Right on. I bet you're a Razorback fan too, aren't you? Wait, are you? Don't tell Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when I was growing up, uh, I was born in California. Then it was Arizona, and then it was Germany, and then uh, Nebraska, and that's where my dad retired. And he didn't do guard or anything, just did his 21 years, and then that was it. So um, I have some memory of Germany, you know, um, but uh, all my childhood was Nebraska, and I don't know. Then then all of a sudden we moved to uh, San Antonio, Texas, and I was like, you know, we didn't have any family there. It was a it was a it was a good military town, you know. Right. So that's how I landed in San Antonio. I don't know, but I I refer to that as home. Is that where you live the longest? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Go Spurs, go. Anyways, yeah. I, I know, I know you can't yeah. you can't you couldn't see her eye roll, but it it was there, folks. Yeah. Trust me. It was true. It was. So okay, so you know we got a lot of different perspectives, a lot of different opportunities to travel and stuff. Um, you know, is that something that you 
like traveling back and forth and doing all these different things and you know do you often ever feel like I mean Sergeant Porter for you growing up mm-hmm. and then Ian for you now do you feel like you have a different perspective on things or a different outlook on life or uh, higher expectations different expectations than your friend um, and if so what are they like how do, how do you feel like you differ from <laughs> like he's still a kid don't give him a 32 part question I know I know I'm sorry <laughs> no it's all good um purple <laughs> I would say that uh, I think it's weird when people just endlessly deny ever leaving their hometown. Oh it's yeah. like you can love your hometown and be proud of where you're from, but like, do you really just never want to leave your hometown? I just, I don't understand it. It's maybe it's because I've been in a lot of different places all over Arkansas, all over California. Um, I just don't understand when people are like, this is my hometown, I'm never going to leave it. Yeah. That baffles me, honestly. I mean, yeah, that's, I feel like that's more Stockholm syndrome than anything, you know. Yeah, there's people who are just <coughs> like, I've never left the state before, and they're graduating high school, and they're like, oh, I'm going to Tennessee for the first time. And I'm like, it's, you know, it's only two hours away, <laughs> you know. So, but it's, I don't know, I think it's like a cool thing to have that opportunity. Like, we've all been overseas because of a parent or, been to other states, you know, like Ian was born in California, lived in Hawaii. Lived and in California for a little bit, right? Uh-huh, and then lived in California, and then l- grew up in Arkansas, you know. Right. Like, where's home for you? I don't know, because it's just kind of floating the, on the wind, you know. Yeah, I know what you mean. My, my kiddo, uh, my firstborn, Paz, uh, he was born in Ankara, Turkey, and... Um, and uh, then we went to here, and then they remember, they remember, uh, well, Laz more remembers Germany, but my daughter was born here, and then we went moved to Germany, and then done active yeah. duty, and now I'm in the Guard, so. But, uh, yeah, I don't remember, like I guess I had Germany too much, but <coughs> speaking of overseas, um, you've deployed, mm-hmm. I've deployed, um, you've had parents that have deployed, Tell uh, from the flip side, you know, we know our hardships. We're missing you guys, but what kind of um, environment were you dealing with at home? And, you know, what was going on in your head? Well, when I was old enough to know what deployment was, it was always a worry that my parents were deploying to an unsafe place. Yep. Like when mom was in Honduras or dad is in Afghanistan, I was always a worry. I was like, they're going to deploy. and I'm never going to see my mom or dad again. Um, I obviously missed my parents, but... I always had a parent there, whether yeah. it was dad or yeah. mom. But uh, the main concern was, like, I knew they were going to unsafe places. That was, like, the point. And uh, my main worry or fear was always that they were going to die while they were over there, and okay. I wasn't going to see them again. Did you ever, like, act out, act up? Because my, my kiddos did that. When, uh, I, uh, I acted out for attention a lot because, Mom, you were you used to work pretty, like, mean hours, Right. So I used to act out for attention a lot because I felt like mom was working way too much. Yeah. Um, I don't do that anymore. Uh, I feel like I see my parents too much now. <laughs> He's 16, everybody. So. I'm like, you know that's I mean. normal, right? <laughs> <laughs> like that, that, That's what they consider normal. So, um, yeah, that's what we're all talking about, the flip side, the military child side. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't have any regrets. It was hard for me uh, moving around. 
I think the la- the last time when we um, my dad left the Air Force and we moved to San Antonio and you know we we're like settling. I don't know. That was like the hardest transition because I was going into sixth grade and I was just like ah, ah. just yeah. had to like maybe two meltdowns. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know for me like. Our last PCS, our last move, I was 15. I was in high school. Oh, there you go. And I had been going to private school. I went to Catholic school, like, my whole life. And so... So prim, so proper. Mm, <laughs> uh, so I not only left literally everybody I knew mm-hmm. in high school and had to start at a brand new high school, but I went to public school, and it was really scary. You're like, ew, and gross. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was a definitely a hard adjustment. Um, mm-hmm. Like, at that point, I feel like, I don't know, maybe e, you can kind of, like, chime in on this about, you know, being a teenager and, you know, what, what you have established with your friends and your peers and stuff like that. But um, for me, when I got to the school I was going to for, the, for 10th through 12th grade, Everybody already knew each other. Everybody yeah. already had their cliques. Everybody already had their best friends. So because my dad was military, I I mean, I was pretty versatile. I was I was able to make friends easily. But it was really hard for me at that point because there's we're older, you know. Mm-hmm. A- and in my opinion, it was like the worst time oh, yeah. to move. But that was my hardest move too, was the very last one just mm-hmm. because I just, I could, I, I didn't really know what to do. You know, all my friends that I knew were gone back in Mississippi where we lived. And, um, all the new friends I had were like, I honestly, they, I, they weren't my friends for very long. So most of them I don't even talk to anymore because as soon as I graduated high school, I left and I went (laughs) to the military. So (laughs) I'm getting out of here. I don't even know these people. Yeah. I don't know you. Uh, no, like yeah, but my uh, I re- I remember having our time, and, but um, the PCS. So the last place we lived was uh, in California. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot that <laughs> Nebraska, and then California, and then done. Um, so uh, yeah, my brother, my oldest brother, he was going into his senior year, and we moved that summer to my dad's last location. And he's yeah. like, "It was my senior year. I knew everybody." And I was like, yeah. you know, at the time, I was like. Shut up! We're all moving. Yeah, but uh, you know, yeah, I was like, that's, ha- that's that had rough. to be tough. Yeah, Robin. like I couldn't imagine. I mean, that's why I got out of active <clears> duty <throat> because I know, like, we had been here for so long, mm-hmm. and Cole and Ian were at that point <clears throat> where they were starting to get that way, where they were making their friends, and yeah. they they liked being here, and you know, their dad liked their dad moved here, <laughs> so he was close to them, you yeah. know. And so uh, I was just like, I can't do to them what my dad did to me. You know, it wasn't like it, he was doing something intentional to me, but no. I remember how it made me feel. Yeah. So I had an opportunity to come to the guard and I took it just so, you know, well, there's m- multiple reasons, yes, I, but yeah. one of my. <laughs> she wasn't only thinking of you, man. Yeah. It's oh. not like that. One of my main <laughs> reasons for coming to the guard is so my kids, so I wouldn't get. PCS so the kids could stay here with yeah. their and like have like an established home you know stable yeah yeah and I knew I wouldn't deploy as much mm-hmm. and I could be home with them and it was just just seemed like a good choice to me oh yeah so. I'm, I don't regret coming to the guard at all either so um granted it was um you know a little bit after I left active duty but 
yeah, I was just like, you know, I had my own reasons, but yeah, no regrets. Yeah. I, uh, I think about the school thing you said with like making new friends and all that. I think if you're like moving states often, you get pretty good at sliding in with friend groups that are already established, mm-hmm. but it makes it really hard to make like actual friends because right. you meet these people, your friends, you're like, I'm just going to move in a few years. So they're my, they're like my friends at school. I'm not going to bother get to know them. Right. Yeah. So. I mean, that's a very valid point. I mean, like, true. I mean, it's kind of like what I just said, like when I was in high school, I had the, I had friends and as soon as I graduated, I left and I talked to Val and uh, my friend Meg. Oh, you know Meg? Oh, I know Meg. <laughs> yeah. Eda, you know Meg? I do not know Meg. You don't know Meg? I don't oh my know gosh, Meg. you need to know oh Meg. Man. Um, but yeah, it's it's just, maybe it's like a subconscious mindset that you develop, like, eh, whatever, okay, I'll see you later, never talk to you again, unless I see you sometime down the road, you know? Mm. So, but uh, I know like whenever, when I was deployed in Honduras and you were at home with your dad, um, one of the things I liked was that I had the ability to just FaceTime with you whenever I wanted to see you. You, you were know? still in the same time zone, too. Like, jeez. Yeah, we That's were. That's lucky. So, yeah. Like, we were I've been pretty lucky with my deployments. Mm. I've only been in, <laughs> in the same time zone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's pretty lucky, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that was one of the things that I remember about when I was a kid. When my dad was deployed, like, we had to literally write letters. We didn't have oh, email. Yeah. We had to, or we would take videotapes. You're old. How old? I'm just kidding. You're old. (laughs) So old. Whatever. But we would make (laughs) videotapes. (gasps) Get out. Now, videotapes, that's pretty cool. Turning off your mic. Right. Uh, Yeah, we would make videotapes, and we would, with like a VHS, and we would mail them to my dad, and then he would take the VHS tape, do something like a video, and mail it back to us of like, you know, like what it looked like outside or, you know. Something silly. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. No, but I we, mean it. I mean, yeah. Technology has definitely made deployments a lot more yeah. bearable for uh, all sides. Yeah, because I mean, I got to talk to Ian. I got to talk to you like a few times a week. I thought it was almost like every day. But yeah, it was almost every day. I would call and Facetime with you and Cole, and it was it made it easier. And the difference from from that, you know, from my my last deployment on active duty to thinking about how it was when my dad was in mm-hmm. active duty deployed. Yeah. Like, that's such a huge difference, you know? It's just crazy to, I don't know. But still even talking with, like, younger kids. So my son was old enough um, to, uh, while I was stationed here, he was old enough to be, like, you know, he was in uh, preschool, like, the closest one right before kindergarten. I don't know. <laughs> Excuse me. But, um, <coughs> like... <laughs> I would uh, I would go home go home I would go to the office I was uh, deployed to UAE let me air quotes that my deployment uh, <laughs> to UAE and um, uh, so I would go to the office and I would do like FaceTime with them or you know it didn't have FaceTime then it was the uh, you just off the computer you know Skype or something yeah it was Skype or something like that but uh, point is is that you know he he was like oh okay you know I had hi blah 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 and uh, my daughter you know she's two years younger than him, so she's like, oh, Mr. Man in the computer, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, it's like, then that's the thing, um, when I got back, and, uh, yeah, that's right, you guys even caught a picture of that, yep. uh, <laughs> when I got back, uh, my now ex-wife was like, go, children, run to your father, 
And my son's like, yeah, hey, Bob. And like, da, 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 and big hug. And then um, my daughter was like, wait, who am I running to? Yeah. I don't know this guy. And I remember like, that. I was actually, th- I think I was the one that took the photo for yeah, that. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, that was like, um, that hurt actually. I'm not going to lie. Because yeah, my son kind of forgot me too, uh, you know, yeah. in Afghanistan. Yeah. So it, yeah, I just remember that being a, a thing. But obviously that was on my side, not their side. But yeah. I would say, too, like, anytime I would go deploy or TDY and then I'd come back to, like, Cole and Ian, I would be, I would always be more excited to see you guys than you were to see me. Mm-hmm. And I think my feelings were hurt almost every single time. Not, like, that or anything, <laughs> but just, like, I missed you guys so much. And like, why aren't they running into yeah, my arms? Yeah, and, and you're just like, hi, Mom. <laughs> and we're just, and I'm just like, oh, okay, hugs, 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 know, you know. Right. It wasn't the, I think the it's just a parent thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it wasn't like in the movies. Had, yeah. right. Oh, man. And the orchestra's... Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. So like what about what about you? How did you feel when uh, mom came home? Um, it was nice seeing my mom again, obviously. But, like, it was... I knew she would come home. Mm-hmm. So, like, I missed her. But, like, I wasn't surprised when she got home. See? Or, <laughs> or excited, clearly. See? I mean, I knew she would come home. So I was like... It, it wasn't really exciting to me because I was like, I, I know I'll see her again. Okay. All right. I will say, too, that there have been a lot of times, like I know you said that uh, not in this job necessarily, but in other jobs that I've had, um, I've worked like crazy hours. Mm-hmm. And my kids are so, like, good. Resilient. Resilient yeah. to those. They would either be coming in to work with me at – 11 o'clock at night and sleeping in the cot that's beside my computer desk while I do something or, you know, they're willing to go stay the night at my friend's house Mm -hmm. and she, so she can take care of them and and be with them through the night while I'm working, you know, or having to get up in the middle of the night because I have to do alert photography and I don't have anybody to watch the kids, you know. And I, I I like, I like to think that that not that that was a good thing, but I think that it kind of toughened them up. Toughened them up, maybe showed them some resi- resiliency. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like growing up when we were kids, you know. I, yeah. I was like, I'm latchkey kid, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, walk home. Yeah. <laughs> it's a mile and a half that way. You'll be all right. Yeah. I have a very distinct memory of in Hawaii, you waking me and call up at like two a.m. We had to go to the office, and we're just like like lying on the floor with our pillows and blankets, watching Dora yeah. <laughs> on the TV that was above your office. Mm-hmm. I remember that. It was because somebody in one of the sections couldn't get the Army Navy game on their. Giant oh my gosh! Yeah, knowledge that's board. Right. Yeah. So, because I d- I did VTCs, yeah. that's what it was. So I was doing VTCs, and they told me there was a VTC emergency. And it was because they couldn't get the Army Navy game. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Right? I was like, seriously. <laughs> I know those that type of emer- emergencies because yeah. I worked in AFN. So yeah. yeah. So yeah, there was a very long talk afterwards that that's <laughs> not going to happen again. Well, but know, yeah, I air remember quotes that. emergency. We don't yeah. do those. Yeah. Let's uh, let's stick with the real. So was is there anything else like you can think of as far as uh, I don't know uh, advice you can offer? maybe younger kids who listen to this or uh, parents who listen to this that can instill some of these things that we've talked about? Mm. When you're younger, your friends are more temporary. So you shouldn't 
It's like you can obviously like your friends, but you're not going to make real connections with them as you would when you're older. When you're tiny, your connections with your friends are, we both like Legos. Yeah, when you get older, your <laughs> cool. connections with your friends are, this guy was here when I got detention and he had my back the whole time, or he saw me do something I wasn't supposed to do and he didn't rat me out. <laughs> or like something as serious as like, we snuck in the woods and drank alcohol for the first time at like 16 years <sighs> oh old. Wait a minute. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> but like, Just wait till this recording know, right? turns off. <laughs> when, when you're older, your friends, like they have your back. When yeah, you're younger, sure. your friends are just there. And because you're older, I think too you you have more. You can make better, make deeper friendships, deeper friendships, and better memories. So you can carry those friendships on into rather adulthood. than basing it off of Legos or oh, right. you like popsicles? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like popsicles that's too. Do, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. We're best friends. I know, right? Did we just did, become. Did best we just <laughs> become best friends? <laughs> I bet we did. Will you do karate in the garage? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, well, Ian, I'm really glad you came, and I'm so proud to be your mom, and thank you for being part of my military life and staying resilient and strong through it. <laughs> You're a good kid, and I think you I think you turned out pretty dang awesome. I came out half-baked, but I finished near the end. <laughs> <laughs> and Laszlo and Elena, if you ever hear this, I know you won't. I, I kind of like you, too, so oh, well done. Betty loves you. <laughs> We are Mission Ready Airmen, providing premier training to the C-130 and cyber enterprises, capitalizing on partnerships to support the state and defend the nation. Our vision is to be a diverse family of airmen, dedicated, adaptive, and empowered to lead.